a little bit rusty, and I think my this head is, is caving in. I'm a little bit dusty. <laughs> no, I don't know. Hey, I'm well. Brandon. I love Sign Seal Delivered. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Sign Seal Delivered. I'm Dan, and I despise Sign Seal Delivered. And this is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Yep! Oh, oh yeah! Snap! Yep. Sign seal delivered. I'm, I'm yours. yours. I love that song. <laughs> Trace, are you? A, have you been in a concert? Woo! I love that song. <laughs> House of Blues. How you doing tonight? Okay. Apparently, House of Blues is just one person. <laughs> yeah. It's all I can get. Not Where are you? Are you at House of Blues on stage to one person? House of Blues, Myrtle Beach, baby! Mm-hmm. North Myrtle. You, it's North Myrtle. Are you performing? True. Yes. Stand up. Oh, gosh. Which is weird for House of Blues to... Mm-hmm. Well, you're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Limited Snicket Club. Guys, what a exciting day. Uh, we're talking Sign Seal Delivered, <laughs> mm. the fourth episode of the first and only season. That's a shame. Uh, we're almost halfway through a season. You, you're still trying to really yeah, from it could have been Sign Sealed and not when Calls the Heart. I just, what's astonishing to me is that this show only got, I get that there's a lot of movies, I get it, but it's astonishing to me that they had such a high quality show and they decide to pass on it. We've, I mean, you look at their the other- Joe Rogan show. Not that one. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Joe Rogan, not that one. Here with my buddy Joe Rogan. What up, everybody? Joe, you don't sound the same. I'm Joe Rogan number two, Junior. Thank you. Uh, now, Joe Rogan two, you said that you are, and I want to make sure I get this correct. Right. Pro pleated pants. Yes. Your pro pleated pants. Yes. That's a that's an argument you stand behind as a human being. I'll say this. And you're also, and I just heard this hit. You're pro cargo shorts too. Yes. Pleated pants and your pro pleated cargo shorts. That's exactly right. Do you remember? You're a monster. Do you remember? First of all, you strike me, Wrigley, as somebody who would be pro pleated pants and pro cargo shorts. I would never. So do you remember? I only wear slacks. Do you remember? Darker slacks. Do you remember? Wrinkle free, baby. The PPP. Straight out of the dryer. Do you stop? Wrinkle free. Do you remember? Nobody makes a better pair of pants than Dockers. You come at me for fashion, you better come on. No one does fashion like Dockers. You know why I know that? What's that? Because they're my pants. (laughs) Joe Rogan. (laughs) I will say the show after the third or fourth episode just kind of jumps the shark. I don't know how we organically got to a pants conversation. (laughs) That's him. It's taken us a decade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I tell mm. you what. We did. Uh, you guys ready to dive into this one? Born yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> you were born ready. I was born ready. For this. Yeah. This moment. You guys remember what the name of this episode is? Yeah, uh, it's the, the, masterpiece. the Masterpiece. Masterpiece. That's exactly right. Uh, it originally aired on May 11th, 2014. 2014. You know what that pause was for? What? Rib break. 
<laughs> yeah. I take my breaks at the beginning. <laughs> I feel it's all rise. I feel break, break, rip, rip, call a year and eat some ribs. <laughs> Rippy is Rip. such He's a gift. <laughs> A unique fellow. I think he might be more weird than Benny. I got one question for you. What? Where the naps at? <laughs> bring your own naps. I bring my naps and I eat them all. You leave me alone. You Wait, eat, eat your the naps? naps? They lemony good. <laughs> hey, uh, Rip. Rippy. Don't call me Rip. <laughs> who, who the Funkhauser do you think you are? Funkhausen? <laughs> Did you by any chance... On your way in, did you meet any other year guys? Yeah, there was a guy who was wearing those sunglasses that are also regular glasses. <laughs> you know, you flip them up yeah, and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just turned the other way. You know what I mean? I don't talk to people like that. Yeah. That's fair. You probably shouldn't. He does like ribs, though. I have it on good authority. Oh, he's a rib boy? He's a rig boy. <laughs> rib boy, not rig boy. We don't Rip, Rippy, the rib boy. Yes. It's not hard. <laughs> Stammering Hank. All right. Stammering Hank. You are stammering Hank. He, you are stammering, stammering Hank. Stammering Hank. No I mean, Rippy calls him like he sees him. He calls him like he sees him. Oh, man. Rippy. Uh, originally aired on May 11th, 2014. Rippy out at a window. Something like this. Rippy out eating ribs. You but, know what I mean? What could... The episode kicks off with an artist who is drawing. Uh, has drawings taped all over his room. Uh, he's writing a note, and this girl walks in and is like, are you sure about this? And he's like, yes, can you drop this letter off for me? And she's like, I hope you don't get your heart broken. Uh, we then meet back up with the with our fa- favorite mail crew. Um, and they're uh, aside, you know, from the Fort Worth, Texas postal crew. More on that later, right, guys? Sure. Oliver is checking um, all of the mail that's coming in from Paris, hoping that it's a lost letter from his wife, but no such luck. Oliver and Shane argue over the type of music that they'll dance to at the recital. It becomes increasingly obvious that Rita is in love with Norman, and Norman is just blind as can be. Uh, they're sent a package that it was never delivered, obviously. Uh, it's a bit tattered. And they see an envelope sticking out of the package. So they decide to open the letter first. It's from a guy named Danny, who's adopted, who is writing a letter. Nope, he's not. Danny's adopted? No, not in this one. He's writing a letter to his dad. And he's like, sorry that I wasn't a real man. And I like to draw instead of working on cars. Uh, He's an adult now. Did my mic? My mic just went out for a second. That was a new thing that's never happened before. Yo, who's doing it? <laughs> God is doing my new thing. mic. Uh, Yo, who's doing it? God's unplugging my microphone. Um, so uh, he's an adult now, and he's uh, trying to get back in contact with his dad. But he says in the letter that he can't get a hold of him. Uh, this is his last ditch effort. And he says in the package, uh, there's something that proves to him that he's made it. Oliver and Shane go to dance practice. His old instructor isn't there anymore. Apparently, she lost the studio in a poker game. And now there's a new dude who is going to train them. Uh, Norman is able to do some science and figure out the address that the package was originally meant for. So they go to the house and no answer. Got any bear claws? 
Um, and so, uh, no, right, bear claws. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, the talks to the guy uh, across the street, and he's like, Henry doesn't live there anymore. His life went down the down downhill after he got cancer. He now lives above the bar. He works there. You should go check on him there. Sure enough, they find him at the bar. They tell him about the package from his son, Danny, and Henry's like, I don't want it. Uh, he doesn't care about me. We see a flashback of Danny telling his dad that he got into college, and Henry is like, well, uh, what does that have to do with auto repair? Got it, Dad. Uh, Danny says, I don't, I don't want to do auto repair. I want to I write. I want to draw and do art stuff. And Henry says, you're not an artist, Danny. This is your life. This is your life. And you'll be a mechanic. Uh, and he tells Danny that if he walks out, he can never come back. Uh, he walked out. Apparently, Danny uh, was getting married, and his fiance called and tried to get uh, Henry to come to the wedding. But Danny doesn't want to call until he's made a name for himself. And Henry says, uh, you know, basically declined. Uh, Henry says that he doesn't want the package. Danny should have tried harder. I battled cancer alone, this whole thing. So they leave him. They open the package, and it's a painting. So they take it to an art curator who is like, this is a famous artist. And so they're able to Google the name of the artist, and they discover that that, 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 that is Danny and uh, that he's passed away. Shane does some more digging and discovers that uh, Danny uh, sold paintings in groups of three that tell a story. And uh, the one that he sent his dad looks like it's from the future, like showing his life in the future. And if you look really closely, really closely through the, through the flowers, you see a little kid. And they think that he was trying to tell his dad that he uh, is expecting a child, a baby. So Shane Daddy, does, you know? does mm. some more digging. And she finds, uh, fi- finds the, the, the baby, finds where they're living, and is able to get in contact with him. So they go to tell Henry the good news and the bad news that, you know, his son has passed away, but he has a grandchild. Uh, Henry is blown away by all of this. Oliver does what Oliver does and gives him a speech uh, about uh, Danny's last painting, shows the impact that Henry had on his life to be the best man, the best parent that he can be. Very, very uh, Oliver. Uh, Shane asked Henry if uh, he'd join him for lunch tomorrow. Join her for lunch tomorrow. See, so we got something planned. Um, at the end of the day, Shane and Oliver practice dancing to Billy freaking Joel. Oh, my goodness. And it's everything. Uh, it ends with them making eyes, getting dangerously close to kissing. Uh, but Oliver turns the record off and says it's getting late. Uh, it's the next day, and Henry shows up for lunch, and Shane set up a video call with his daughter-in-law and his granddaughter, and uh, it's uh, you know they meet and it's magical. Oliver tells Shane that he thinks that they should stop dancing together. Uh, before his wife left, she gifted him with ten dancing lessons, and he wants uh, and he thinks. Uh, his reluctance to take those lessons is what pushed her to leave in the first place. And if she comes back, he wants to be able to dance with her. Shane says we were pretty good together, weren't we? Uh, he goes back to his desk and he crumbles up a piece of paper that says it's our anniversary. He slumps down in our chair and we all go, aww. And that, my friends, was Sign, Sealed, Delivered, The Masterpiece. We did it. Mm. We did it. Got any bear claws? No, we're out of bear claw. I'll take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Time of the week. We're back, everybody. Signed, sealed, delivered. Masterpiece. 
Um, Now's the time. We got to tie those shoes, huh? Yep. Good. I mean, but you got. I mean, I, you got to yeah, do, do it. If I, if this place catches on fire, and I'm running out, imagine this, Kenny. I had a a student give this as a legit reason why they were out of their seat. I'm not making this up. Where's the class has started? This student years ago. She's probably an adult now. You would you would know her. You both okay. would know her. She gets out of her seat while I'm teaching and starts tying her shoe. And I said, what are you doing? She said, it's a fire hazard. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, if my shoe's untied and the and there's a fire and I trip over myself, I'm going to I'm gonna burn up and everybody else is going to be safe. That's a good argument. And I went, all right, tie your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> you thought of that much, tie your shoe. Can I, can I, can, and, and to her point, she's still alive today. She is still alive today. Yeah, that's great. So I'm not going to say. First name, Anna. I won't tell you last name, but wow. I think you guys probably. And what's wild is uh, uh, with Anna, I keep yeah. lighting things yeah. on fire just yeah. to see if it's paying off for her. <laughs> and it is. It is. Uh, guys, let's talk about this episode. Let's break it down with, uh, with, uh, do we do four? Uh, we do segments here. I don't know how many. Well, there's a uh, puzzle worker of the week, which right. isn't a segment. That's a it's, deep dot. Yep. And we do three exactly segments. Right. The Fort yeah, Worth, yeah, we're getting there, everybody. Of um, but let's start with a hot take. Panda, what do you think about this episode? Episode four, season one, masterpiece. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it was a gut punch. I, uh, Man, the story itself just really hit me. The fact that this dad is disconnected from his son, uh, finally gets the the mail from his son, and uh, son's dead. I mean, oh, my goodness. That's, uh, that was tough. And then on top of that, you have Oliver and Shane's entire story, and it is... Uh, Man, just a lot of lot of big feels in this episode. Uh, a lot of sads in here. A lot of sads. Uh, that said, I can handle sads in a TV show more than I can handle sads in a movie. Uh, Don't try to make anything <laughs> consistent out of it. Just, you know. That ship sailed long ago. Uh, and I stand by the fact that the sads in this are fine because it's building towards something larger, and I am here for it. I uh, I love this episode. It was good. Um, some really funny moments in here as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I absolutely, uh, absolutely love this show. So, yeah. Oh, I love this episode of television. <laughs> a little quieter if you could. Uh, oh, that's the, that's the spot. That was good stuff. Um, is it like a back massage? A little scratchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. What an episode. Um. When he, you know, we're all dads here. Yep. Bad stuff hits. It hits. <laughs> it does. It just hits. I don't want to tell you. Um. The the video call at the end. Just, mm. just crying over here by myself <laughs> in the office. My dog's whining. I'm like, pipe down. <laughs> crying over here <laughs> great episode of television uh this show i mean what do you want me to say it is a, it's a great it's a great television program the i i just like jack and elizabeth <laughs> like we're always like man they're really making eyes but oh like what what's happening here with shane and oliver and that dance, that dance to Billy Joel, that dance to Billy Joel had more spark, sizzle, mm. feeling than any Jack and Elizabeth scene that's mm. ever happened on television. Calling that dancing, shots out here. And they didn't say a word. Yep, that's true. Calling shots out here. That's acting. <laughs> what are you doing? What <laughs> podcast are you on right now? Joe Rogan. 
Joe Rogan's not that one. <laughs> not that one. No, we would never. They do it. We haven't got to yeah. that part. But yeah, just I love this episode so, so good. My favorite episode of the television show. Not as good as the movie, which is the best thing you've ever seen on Hallmark. Yeah, but I mean, this is really close to it. Really I, I, it's really close to it. Damn. Dang it, camera three. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it right yeah. here. Yes. Yeah. This is this is what we're looking for, gang. This is what are you doing? Yeah. This is good television. Yes. Um, why is it so good? I will tell you why it's so good. Um, number one, I was fully expecting Danny to still be alive. I was fully expecting the psych, just kidding, still alive, and I was ready to roll my eyes and ready to be done, but they didn't do it. They didn't. They made you feel something that wasn't just all rise and happy all the time. Some things can't be fixed. Sometimes there's beauty that comes out of the ashes, and they did it, and they did it right, and they did it with some integrity. So good on you. Not only that, I love father-son storylines. I had an amazing father who was just the best and is still very present in my life to this day, and that stuff works. But I wrote it down. Billy freaking Joel and they didn't just pick a Billy Joel song. They picked And So It Goes, which the essence of And So It Goes is about a destined-to-not-work relationship. And so symbolically crushed it. That father-son relationship didn't work out. Shane and Oliver, is it them that's not going to work out? Or is it Oliver and his ex-wife that isn't going to work out? Mm. There's some somber. There's some happy. There's some romance. There's some chemistry. Shane and Oliver's dance, best thing I've seen maybe mm. on the network. And I, and I say that knowing full well not what it means, not you just throwing it out there. That dance scene, maybe my favorite thing <laughs> on the network. Why are you taking shots at your boy right Because now. you deserve them. <laughs> the only thing negative I can say about this episode, and you, you're you going to roll your eyes and be like, Dan, why, why can't you just keep it all positive? I'm sorry. I have to be critical. That's who uh, I am. I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. The Norman Reedus stuff yep, just didn't land just for me. just don't like it. It didn't land for me. Norman made me laugh a couple times, which, which he's growing on me. But that Norman Reedus stuff with the book... It just didn't need it. Didn't need it. We felt like we, we were missing out on real good stuff and not the same bit that's just feels like we're just spinning tires. And, and it didn't work for me, and I'm sorry that it didn't. I thought it was worse because they did this reenactment stuff. It didn't work at all. But the rest of this, this is what I'm talking about right here, people. This is what I'm talking about. That was good television. I was here. I was hanging on every words. And I'm just telling you right now, and I know the field segment hadn't happened yet, but when the needle hits oh my on Billy Joel, it was over. That was it. That was That's the pinnacle of what this show has given us so far. Excellent job. Signed, sealed, delivered. You crushed it. Just crushed it. This is what this is what it is right here. This is the good stuff. What would you say, signed, sealed, delivered? I'm yours? Uh, yeah, I'm yours, Signed, Sealed, Delivered, in mm. this episode. Not calling myself a postable just yet because you're not batting 100%. I'm you're also batting, still on the cards you know, about what it means. Yeah, 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 but uh, fair. I don't know. I don't want to get in some weird cult. But like, you're batting like one of five for me or whatever it is. But this episode, let me tell you, whoo, boy, good stuff. Good. Really good stuff. What's wild to me is I saw on one website that this is one. This is the lowest rated episode. Well, that website That's is nonsense. just bonkers stupid. IMDb. No, give me this over that well, that troops episode I don't which one on a loop. Postableratings.net. Postableratings.net. <laughs> yeah, that was that the website. Out of whack postables.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to the feels. 
Panda, what stuck out to you? Buddy? Uh, I mean, we can we can mention all you know the 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 son dying and not being able to go back, and and then you can also sit there and talk about the the dancing. But I'm going to talk about this: the feel of I'm concerned that my marriage is in trouble. Um, as soon oh, as you're okay, all right. I thought this was a very weird time for you to say that on on the show. Uh, the needle dropped, uh, and my wife looked at me as she's oh. watching this episode, and she tells me. I don't like this song very much. Oh yeah, this, your marriage is in trouble. Uh, that's, that's not a bit. Your uh, marriage is in yeah, trouble. My my wife sat there and she told me she goes, "This song's not very good." And I looked at her. I said, "This is Billy Joel." I said, and "It's a very good song." <laughs> and she sat house. there. She said, uh, "I just don't like it." And it broke my heart. Uh, it really took me out of the dancing for a moment as I was trying to figure out what to do. I said, "It seems pretty good to me, babe." And uh, where can people write and send those letters? I love Billy Joel. I mean, I uh, love, yeah. love Billy and Joel. And that is a great, that was a, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's my feel. Just kind of, uh, kind of, First I, I was dance shook. with my wife. She's got away. Billy Joel, I'm serious. Like, Billy Joel, big deal for me. You can't just come in with, and so it goes, isn't a good song. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what, what, do you, what, what is this, a democracy? Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, all the things that we've said feels like just feels to like every 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 corner, every nook and cranny uh, feels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any, well, I mean, every nook and cranny feels. Every every nook and cranny feels. I got my feels are the fact that I had feels in every nook and cranny okay, of the okay. episode. Not my. We don't need to get. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Good talk, um, but my feels was. The second time they play, and so it goes. Now, to be fair, the first time they play, and so it goes, is the feels of this episode, right. and the best thing I've probably ever seen on Hallmark. But what's great about it, and so it goes, is is it can be a romantic song, it can be a sad song, it can be both of those things. And so they play it once, very romantic, and then they play it while Oliver is looking at this, that it was his anniversary today, and he's not been able to get over his wife, and it's sad, and that was great. I mean, you paid a lot of money for that song, clearly, <laughs> And you used it twice. Both times you nailed it. This episode really well. is why they went with When Calls the Heart. That's right. This episode probably cost more than three or four episodes of When Calls the Heart. Because you got Della Reese in there. Yeah. Yep. You know they're paying her. You got Billy Joel. I mean, there's a lot going on here. So, yep. yeah. Good for them, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if we're going to get to meet his wife. I think, and this is a guess on my part, an educated guess based upon postables on Twitter and talking with Kristen Booth, that's from Paris with Love, or to Ooh. Paris with Love, because she's in Paris. To Paris with yes. And she mentioned something like that's kind of her favorite one, and like something about her healing Oliver, or something oh, she boy. mentioned, and I was trying not to listen, but I wanted to listen. I didn't want anything spoiled for me, but I, you know, yeah. so... There's that. How long, how far, that's a movie, so... It's a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what movie, yeah. how far? I don't know, what do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm providing you information. You're just asking for more. Like, I'm some wealth of postable knowledge. I like one episode. You're a postable, Dan. Like, you're, you're the postable in my life. Jeez, I, you're the only one what I a good show. Uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back. Uh, What's with, a quick break? <laughs> this. Ring, ring, rhyme comes the bell toll. Boy. Yes, it does. It's time for the Wait What's the part of the show we talk about what in this episode gonna give us Wait What? Panda, you got anything? Uh just a couple things, boys. Um first of all, the dad never ages in any of the flashbacks. He is timeless. They tried to gray his hair a little and, <laughs> and it, it just, just didn't no, work. No. Um they are handling 
hit this masterpiece of a painting quite frivolously <laughs> with no gloves. Just, just out there. Right, just right, like, right at the top just of like, it. You see rrr. this kid here? It's, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> hope, my, hope my greasy fingers so I got this Van Gogh. I took it out of the... Took it out of the frame. You know, I wanted to really get a good look at it. Uh, you hear me, my chili dog? <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. That stain um, will just seep right in And they've established that is quite valuable. Uh, my, the last thing I want to know is why is the dead letter group handling mail from Paris at all? I get that he had maybe, but like he's not just looking for, now they just handle dead letters, but it seems as if based off of the shot that they show that they're handling all mail that comes yeah. from Paris and other countries. So this is I'm a, confused. This is a huge leap and I guarantee Martha Williamson wanted to get this storyline going, but what happened that they never covered was in that movie they said, you were just doing like the Denver area, we're going to add these other branches, but they list those branches and they never say they're covering uh, letters but the letter only has to be mailed to, not from. So like that letter, if it was coming to Denver from Paris, I guess. But it made it sound like, but the way they said was he goes and he checks every single letter to make it sound like it's in case he gets a but letter a from Paris. No, I think what they were getting at there was he's checking every Paris letter that's lost, hoping that it is a lost letter from his wife. That's how I understood it. But she would know where he's where she he's would. located. Like that doesn't right. make any sense. But but that is but it could get a smudged or something. Uh, but to Dan's point, why would it be in the Paris if it's to Denver? I guess I guess I guess I if you don't know Paris just, section and it doesn't make any sense. But if you don't know the if you don't know where the two is, like if that's smudged, would you would you then put it in the Paris section? Because the they don't know where we the know it's are from Paris. To go or they would have that's true. So it makes sense that you put them. At the, we have some information. I don't know it's how the dead Paris. letter department in Denver, Colorado, I, is getting mail that was in Paris and we don't know where it's supposed to go. Yeah, I think he's hoping that it's in the Paris box because they can see where it's from in Paris, but they can't see the two. So it goes into the Paris box. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This one. So the only thing that took me out of this episode, and it's just, it's not a big thing. And I'm sure that there are people like this. I always have a really, like, I know that there are dads out there that are this way. Like, like the, I've built this company. You're going to do this thing. What I don't see a lot though is mechanics that way. Yeah. That's and a then, weird listen, one. and I just want to say, if you're a mechanic out there, thank you for doing what. Like, I'm so happy that I don't have to know what the heck's going on with my car. At the same time, I always feel like you're probably you could literally tell me any price, but we don't need to get into the, <laughs> my whole thing. There. Yeah. I've never heard. I've. It's always like, man, I started this company from the bottom. I've built it up, but like, lot the most storylines that I've ever heard with like mechanics or you know something in that field where it's really hard work is I did this hard work to set you up so that you didn't yeah. have to. That's, not That's like a storyline you hear all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's very like... It's usually running the store, though. Yep. It's never the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never the mechanics. So it's a weird I, one. It was just a, that's interesting type of thing. Because yeah. I've never yeah. heard someone say, I built this mechanic shop to pass it down to you so that you can yeah, do... Yeah, it, it was a hot... It was, it was an interesting take. I was just, I've never seen it done before. So shout out to the mechanics out there that are building, you know, shops for their children to that's inherit cool. one day. I, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I, I just, it just, I was like, huh, that's interesting. That's what, that's all that I have. Everything else is great. Uh, this episode dares the viewer to choose between a dad not letting his kid pursue his passions and a kid going into debt for an undergraduate art degree. And 
I think that is a bold move for us to have to choose which one of those is a worse decision. Yeah. Um, art degree is great. Go pursue an art degree. But boy, having to go into a student loan for that bad boy. who Or having to be a mechanic your whole life. Both people acting a little irrationally there. Just saying. Yeah. Um, once again, another priceless parcel not being delivered or not being directly placed in the mail by the sender. Yeah. I, I just don't, how many times are we going to do this where the person who is delivering something that's very valuable, but the like, interesting hey, thing, can you do this for me? But what's wild. wild about that is that that had nothing to do with it getting lost. Nothing at all. And nothing to do. I was like, oh no, so it's going to yeah, happen again. Gonna, no. no, she dropped it off. It just no. got torn. Like we just couldn't yeah, figure out happens. where it was going. In the flashback, the dad is talking to this family and he's like, look, those people have been lying to you. You don't need another transmission. I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> I'm going to top off the transmission fluid and I'm going to check your <laughs> brake pads and it's all on me. <laughs> Settle down, big spender. <laughs> what is that? A dollar 86? Top off the transmission fluid and check the brake. I can do that right now. Like that is not, <laughs> no, that is, you did, it is kind for you to tell them they don't need a new transmission, but also stop acting like you're saving them a bundle with your top off the transmission fluid bit. Are you but that goes back to what me and Brand were saying. You could have told us anything, and we would have been like, oh, dude, hey, I'll be honest. Hey, hot dog. I have a nutcracker. I thought he was really doing something there. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. I was, I, I, thought, I was just like, my gosh, this guy's made a back there, and he's like, see? We're, That's right. We're getting their trust. I mean, I just, what, what you, you put half a bottle of transmission fluid, was that $2? I don't know. You don't Maybe. know. That's right. You don't know. I don't know I why. No idea. You know. I wouldn't even know where to put it. Um, wouldn't even know where to put transmission oil. There, there's a li You could easily find it. I'd put it in the oil. No, it would be marked clearly. Transmit. It's not hard. Well, that's nice. Because nothing else in a car seems easily labeled. They are cattywampus. <laughs> it's like you open part. it up and it's like, oh. You guys. How it looks you, like, it like, looks like they just uh, put a blender in there. I would rather. No, you, look, you're 30, but you've been around long enough to know better. <laughs> you were there when cars were. <laughs> and, but, and they've just gotten more complicated sets. Um, you know what's not hard to figure out? Horses. That's All true. Right? That's true. That is. No, it's no, got no. a head Pretty and it's got forward. a rump. <laughs> I don't think you figured out horses it, yet. <laughs> It's got other things too. <laughs> Don't you get into it? We don't. Um, they they keep referencing Rita's book, which is a terrible plot line, and they have this giant binder. I mean, the thing is like Huge. this, and then they say off the cuff, it's seven hundred eighty pages. No, the longest Harry Potter seven hundred eighty pages. What you have there is thousands of pages. That is not 780 pages. It is, it's like a foot of paper. It's so much more than 780 pages. It's just absurd. I have an answer to this. I'd love to hear it. Okay. I, because I, I was caught off guard. I was like, that's way more pages. But yes. I think what they're saying is that is like, if you were to condense it into a book form, it would be 708 pages. Like typed, it might actually be uh, more pages. So when they're talking, when Della Reese is talking about the number of pages she's read, She's translating what she's read to published pages? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it is an answer. And it's what I've thought That's about. It's dumber than a horse has a head and a rump. You, you double down there, buddy. 
I gave you an answer, though. <laughs> it is and an answer. It is an answer. But it's a bad one. Got a head in a rump. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out right. years ago. So, head rump. Next. Move along. So I've read. <laughs> Care the one. This is going to be a total of those pages. I know how. If my mouth is right. I know the formula to translate <laughs> handwritten pages to published pages. It's crazy. Right up here in my head. Step by when no, you, you walk, can't. when you walk down the road, mm, man. Um, and then lastly, and the only reason I bring this up, I know it's played for a joke, but she bet a dance studio in a poker game. <laughs> they funny. say it so like <laughs> so funny. How did it get there? Uh, we don't have a what the homework. Like, how did we get to what hand did she have that she was like? No, the dance studio here. That's the play. There's no way I could lose. I have the best. Oh, no. If you have that, I do, in fact, lose. Oh, no. How? Yeah. How? Why? That was crazy. I just didn't see it coming. It happens sometimes. <laughs> it does. See, what happened is she's reading handwritten pages, and there's a conversion chart for published pages. Um, guys, it's time for the postal uh, worker of the week. Now, I mentioned uh, early on in the synopsis, Fort Worth, Texas, the amazing crew out in Fort Worth, mm -hmm. Texas. Uh, Dan, read that letter. I believe somebody is uh, uh, nominating somebody from Fort Worth. From the Fort Worth crew. Um, this is from uh, this is from Danny St Stenkel. 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 I think it's Stenkel. <laughs> it's Stenkel. I mean, S-T-E-N-C-H-K-L. Stenkel. Stenkel? Stenchkel? Stenkel? Stenkel. Stenkel. Fellas, what up, dogs? That's two greetings. Fellas, comma, space, space. What up, dogs? There is a W in there. I think you knew that. That's great. I've been listening to the Postal Service Server of the Week, and if you go one more week, uh, without talking about my boy Johnny F from Laramie, Texas, mm -hmm. you're doing him. You're doing him the dirty. Yep. Um, um, uh, Johnny F's been at it nonstop. Tumbleweeds, no problem. Credit cards, you got it. <laughs> uh, he kicks open doors of saloons. He mails. He sends. He packages. He delivers on the fly, nonstop. Shout him out, fellas. Catch you on the flip. He mails. Yeah, he mails. I, I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, right, but so apparently Johnny, Johnny F. Johnny F. P.S. Postal worker number Thank you. eight three eight three sixty eight thousand. So, wow. Panda, you looked that up. You did, did a deep dive. Tell us about Johnny F. Buddy. Yeah, Johnny F. One of the things about Johnny F. is he's one of the few postal workers that's still back there manually putting the little stamp on the envelope how's every it, single time. How's it been been done otherwise like don't well, we all it's have computerized to... it, you oh know, you mean the postmark yeah the postmark i thought you meant like but he does it stamp. with a little bit of, of flair no 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 not the stamp like the, the little i was about to say don't we all put stamps on no, envelopes? postmark a postmark okay yeah. you said stamp that was what yeah, i'm sorry that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. but he also uses a stamp that's fair okay with a different slogan every single time wow and that's allowed that's allowed to go out uh, yeah you could double stamp it Okay, you, you can you triple stamp a double uh, stamp? You can't triple okay, stamp a double got stamp. It, just making sure. Uh, got a clip. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> Get up and go. <laughs> you go, girl. 
get up and go. <laughs> get up and go. <laughs> you go, girl. Johnny F, everybody. Johnny F. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> well, sure doesn't. Good, good uh, guys, we did it. We're going to be back next week with another full week of shows, unfortunately. Until then, we'll be the first to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.